Undeniable Johnny Goldsmith, J.U. Wrestle Talk, and TWG1991 require your undivided attention for however long this takes. Welcome to Snapbacks and Beards. Your discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to episode 21 of the Snapbacks and Beards Wrestling Podcast. I'm uh, your host, Stu Matos, at TWG1991. I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, the undeniable Johnny Goldsmith. How are we doing, Johnny? All good, pal, yeah. Hi. Just um, that I uh, haven't, haven't caught up on the wrestling this week, but as I say, see, caught what I needed to, um, yeah. you know, so. Lovely good. job. And, and sorry, and as always, J.E. WrestleTalk. Johnny, how are we doing? I'm good. I'm very tired, but I've got my coffee, so you don't end up hearing snoring. But apart from that, I'm all good. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful wonderful so today we have got a smackdown recap a raw recap and a little bit of um other discussion points thrown is thrown in as well so let's jump straight into smackdown which wasn't the most memorable of shows in terms of matches but there was a title unveiling and a championship celebration but we'll get to that shortly uh, Johnny, I know your boy had his Money in the Bank qualifier match. What did you yeah. think of LA Knight versus Montez Ford? Exactly how I'd hoped it would go. You know, gets the win and Montez gets a reaction of a quite a unpopular heel, actually. He gets a very... Um, boo. He gets a lot of boos and they didn't pipe in booze for Elliot Knight's entrance. I noticed that. They actually let him che get cheered as he is, and they just let him have that reaction that he's actually getting. Um, he did, obviously, win by cheating, because he is technically a heel. He's not re getting a response like one, but he's acting like one. So, grabbing the ropes, the referee doesn't see it. He qualifies by beating Montez Ford in that way. I don't think there's any complaints there, because, again, he's a heel. He's supposed to be, you know, slyly getting the win, and doing whatever he needs to do to get the job done. Edge used to do it all the time, as we know. Um, and a good match. Of course, he did that moonsault, which I was kind of concerned about when he did that, because it was very good. But then it's like, you really didn't yeah. give yourself a lot of space to turn over. Um, but also, Montez Ford shown that if they did turn heel, he's very good at that. He's, the facial expressions were fantastic. And you could tell that he was noticing the reaction by the fans, so he started to act differently because well you don't like me so i'll give you a reason to hate me and uh yeah ellie and i gets the win qualifies for money in the bank and uh the inevitable is going to happen very soon so you are you are, you are correct we'll come on to that later <laughs> the inevitable will happen um johnny obviously we know you've um montez is is your boy a little bit although you you know you've you've said how much you're buying into la night so what did you think of this Oh, yeah, I love both these guys, but massively, massively bought into LA Knight. Um, Montez Ford will be a star, but right now it is LA Knight's time. Max Dupree, I didn't really care for. Uh, I'm not going to lie, but LA Knight is just phenomenal. And I noticed one bit in the match when everyone was chanting his name. And he kind of looks up for a second. And he's like, "Oh shit, I've I've done this. This is for me. Like this so is organic, pretty big." Yeah. And yeah. yeah, it's just it's just great. And yeah, the right. I would have loved to seen them both in there. But if you have to pick one, the right person won. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's funny you say. Obviously, you weren't into 
weren't into Max Max Dupree as I don't think many many people were. But I remember, you know, many many months ago when we it was either when we just started the podcast and we were sort of talking about about it. You know, I can remember LA Knight as Eli Drake in Impact, mm. and he was fantastic. And then he was LA Knight in NXT, and he was fantastic. Then he came up to the, ma- the main roster as as Max Dupree, and I think both myself and and Johnny were like, "Oh no, you uh, don't sleep on this guy. Like he's he's really got it." And you were like, "No, yeah. I don't, I I don't see it." And then then they finally mm-hmm. let him take that character that he is, and because mm-hmm. uh, you know, and not in a, I don't mean this in a in a bad way, but in a nutshell, the the LA Knight character. He's just a rehash of the Eli Drake character. It's the same. It's the same thing. But yeah, down the catchphrase. So successful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it, it, it's successful and it's what works and what got him over. Um, and it's just mm-hmm. now that we can actually see his personality, I I think there is there is a, a a title shot waiting for LA Knight at some point. For him 100%. to win the match against a very very popular character like Montez Ford. When Triple H, I think, is you know a big fan of him as well. So for Elliot Knight to beat him, and it wasn't clean, but it, he still got the win. You know that to me suggests that they really do like him, and maybe they are listening to the fans. You know, for the first time in a while, you know, maybe maybe for once they're not going to be complicated about it and just be like, "Oh, the fans like him. Let's give them what they want." Great. I also think as well, I wouldn't be too surprised if we saw him on this week's SmackDown against another popular star. I don't know, maybe a, a, a Sheamus or something, because Sheamus will, would, would take the loss. And him picking up another win against a, a, a popular star, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that in the lead-up mm. to Money in the Bank. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Um, <clears throat> so from one Money in the Bank qualifying match to another, we had firstly the, the Grayson Waller effect which was quickly boiled down into any female star on smackdown coming out to to have a have a little pop at each other um we got the tiny glimmer of what we want to see with eo and um and Asuka. but you know then we had inevitable bianca coming out which, and, and attacking Asuka, which is a little bit heelish i think would you yeah. you know mm-hmm. agreeing that that's yeah potentially mm-hmm. something Absolutely. that's that, that, that's 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 coming there um their uh, their sort of answer to that would be well she's frustrated because of what Asuka did to win so even you know their white meat baby faces get angry and frustrated and i think that would be the reason behind the attack there and 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 you know it's it's funny that the comparisons we've made how many times did cena do that sort of thing when someone did sign mm-hmm. to sign to him um but yeah, when we we did see the the match versus Zelina versus fifteen gimmicks, Lacey, um, which <laughs> yes. um, you know I, I don't know how many times they can repackage Lacey Evans without giving her you know six months in the same gimmick. Um, what did Johnny? What did you uh, or Jay? Should I say what did what did you make of of this match? See now, I like. I like Lacey Evans, but there was no need for her to have a gimmick change in the first place. I think she was fine when she had the woman's right and she was that Southern Belle. I didn't think there was anything wrong with that. No, Um, I I don't think there was any need to change it. I think now it's just a case of 
we see vignette week after week of Lacey Evans is coming and then she comes and she does something for two weeks and they go, well, that's not over. Let's try something. And then we see vignettes and it's just a rinse and repeat and just, just give her back the Southern Belle. And, and yeah. the, 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 thing, the thing that I found, and I'll come to you in a second, Johnny, is like if they were going to go down like a bit of a a military route, I don't mind that because that is legitimately her background. But don't make it a complete obvious ripoff of Sergeant Slaughter. There's no need to mm. do that. Like there's there's mm. better better ways to. Do. But I I do agree as the, as the sassy Southern Belle. That was that was her gimmick. Um, Johnny, mm. anything for anything for you on on this? Yes. Yeah, so, so like I've always been a fan of Lacey. I have started to get very bored of her because like there's no reason for us to get behind her. Um, you know, I'm not American, I'm not a patriotic American guy, and maybe those kind of fans would be behind her, or at least that's the idea. Um, and she is obviously a military background, as you say, so that this character change is one I can get behind to that extent, but it was never needed to be there anyway. And if she's meant to be this, you know, legit hard woman who's been, you know, served her time in the military and, you know, you know, can defend herself, well, she loses every week, so she shouldn't be losing if she is, you know, this legitimate, like, you know, military disciplined woman that she is, you know, like they should make that realistic where, well, she should be at the top, you know? Mm, yeah. Um, not, not, not two on the top on SmackDown Women's Championships. Not, not that, no. not two on the top. Can no, we just she can be the main rival. <laughs> the SmackDown Women's Champion isn't even on SmackDown, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Mammy does what Mammy wants. That's, that's, there's no argument. That's, um, just to say that, it, I feel like I completely skipped Zelina. Um, as much as I do like Lacey, I really, really like Zelina Vega. I think yeah, she agreed. could have a, a big future ahead of her, and I think she's quite underrated as well. And in regards oh. to that match, again, the right person won, I think. Yeah, I was definitely the right person. And also, um, in the EO Asuka segment, um, I saw a translation of it, and there was at one point where EO actually did call Asuka a piece of shit. Oh, wow. Uh, but it's in Japanese, so you wouldn't definitely know that unless you speak <laughs> Japanese. But nice. I thought that was quite good. And that, for me, is the match I'm looking forward to in the women's division right now. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, and and I feel I don't I don't necessarily want it to happen straight away, but could, could there be, and again, we spoke about WWE's sometimes lack of wanting to book too long, and especially in the women's division, but could they have maybe Bailey win Money in the Bank, have EO beat Oscar, and then have Bailey get jealous and cash in on EO? And I then, then might... you... so as I can say, I think that might be the yeah. other way around. Have EO or have Bailey beat Oscar and then EO cash in on? But yeah, either either way, mm. I don't. I I'd and. Again, I know, like long term, I'd like to see EO have the belt for, for for a little while. But I just think, as WWE tend to like to do with baby faces, you know, EO gets there, she reaches the promised land, she has it stolen away from her, and then she claws her way back to to beating the person that betrayed her. That that sort of thing. Um, but I, I just it was just something I was I was thinking about because I just looking at the at the current lot for the women's money in the bank I, i'm not i'm not really sure where they're gonna fully go with it but i'd like to see eo get this get the screen time that she she deserves 
I think EO might do it differently if she wins, where she won't cash in like that. She'll cash in and tell you, I want to fight you at SummerSlam. Yeah. Like, she'll cash in and go, I want to beat you at your best. I don't want to beat you when you're beaten down. I want to beat you when you are fully fit because I'm better than you and I don't want to have any excuses. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so, um, as as we've kind of said previously, there was a few other bits and pieces on, on SmackDown, but everybody was waiting for the inevitable, the, the thousand day or the thousand and six day reign celebration where everyone acknowledged Roman Reigns. Um, first, I feel once the ones are up, we put the ones up that we should acknowledge the title belt that they gave Reigns, which I, I don't know. And I said this in a video Maybe I was getting my hopes up too much with them, you know, updating the big gold. And then I'm thinking, are they going to do an updated winged eagle, which may have looked awful because they probably would have had two wings around the big WWE logo and it may have looked awful. But I'm not massively sold on this new new belt. I don't know, Johnny, what you your view on the new belt is. Gee. Um, yeah, it looks like they've taken the old belt, painted it black in places and like dipped it in like lacquer or something and then just pulled it out again. Um, <laughs> it's, it's fine. Like it's not, it's not the worst belt I've seen, but it's not the best either. And out of the two of them, I probably do prefer the world heavyweight championship. I, I am happy that we've got rid of the colored straps that I'm happy with. Because they looked mm -hmm. awful. I'm I'm not a fan of them. Um, and is it called? It's called. It's called the undisputed universal WWE championship. Is that what they're going with? Is that the name of that belt? I'm not really. I mean, I don't. I feel if you've got two world championships, you sh one shouldn't be an undisputed one. But well, I don't actually know what they've. Name. I don't know what they've officially called it. Well, I think. Um... I think they'll just subtly start calling it the WWE Championship and just be like, yeah. act like they never had any other name for it. Because the WWE Championship is like, you know, the main belt there. And for them not to have one based on the name just seems very unlike them to do that because yeah. that is like the most important belt. The World Heavyweight Championship has prestige of its own, but it's not literally named after the company you're working for. Mm. So yeah. I just, I feel like, at the moment, they'll call it the Undisputed Universal Championship, and then eventually, we're just WWE Champion Roman Reigns. You know, yeah. that's how it'll go. Yeah. Or will they change it when Cody beats him for it, and Cody will change the name. Yeah, and change the belt design. Please again, please. <laughs> I just, I, I don't. I just want the Winged Eagle back. I don't. Um, um, but yeah, obviously that led on to the Thousand Day Celebration for Roman Reigns and. Johnny, I know the super kick heard around the world. The the finally J, uh, Jimmy getting his flowers. What did you make of this pure cinematic segment? That was wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful. Um, Jimmy now getting excommunicated from the uh, bloodline, I assume. And Jay, we found out that they were saying, oh, He'll fall in line, don't worry. You know, he'll, he'll uh, find that he definitely is aligned with his tribal chief and his brother, you know, is nothing to him anymore. And obviously, we'll 
I imagine that isn't going to be the case. He'll turn on him as well. And obviously we had that swerve where we thought Solo might have turned on Roman. And for a second, I thought he had. <laughs> Being like, these are my brothers. You're not. And that, then, that was a fantastic line, by the way, wasn't it? Yeah. That was that was wonderful. And then it turns out that um, he's brainwashed into believing like, no, Roman has my best interest at heart. You don't care. Um, now you were never there for me when I was a child, so that will get brought up at some point. So why should I, you know, stick up for you guys when you never did for me? Because obviously, Solo Sokoa, like no one ever heard of him until three, four years ago. Um, didn't even realize Usos had a brother unless you really looked into the WWE's like you know family tree and stuff. But um, so there's a storyline there already where you know he was. Why would he defend his brothers? They never helped him. Yeah. You know, Roman give him a career essentially. Just, just very, very quickly before I come to come to you, Jay. Just uh, so that I was literally as we were talking, just thinking about could there be, could this be almost the not perfect opportunity to take the US title away from theory, but just maybe as um, as Roman senses in you know three four months maybe however long it's to take that solo's allegiances are just starting to wane he's just starting to to question a few things reigns help solo to to become the us champion so then he can be like look look what i've given you i've given you you know i've given you a title basically um just say that's literally just come to me as we were as as we were talking but just as a because that essentially keeps theory looking fa fairly strong because if it's taken roman reigns to take the title off him that's fairly you know you don't get much more of a rub than that but also it then continues that that story slightly but jay what have you what are you thinking yeah i mean in, in regards to that i think that so solo's been beaten twice since his main he's been pinned twice since his main roster call up hasn't he once by cody yeah. once by Sami Zayn. i don't know if he'd necessarily i think if he wanted theory's belt he just he could just go and take it yeah, quite. Yeah, um, yeah, quite possibly. I, I've said before. I'll, I'll make no. I think. I think that Solo is the one that eventually dethrones Roman because he's built as a as a big deal. He's been yeah. He's been pinned twice. I think he could probably do it. He could give him a couple of spikes. They seem to do the damage. Um, but in regards to this whole segment, it's just it's storytelling. It's finest. It proves that long term storytelling still exists and done right can be the best thing the company has to offer and it, it is it's it's great it's just so entertaining to watch every week um i know we're going to get on to raw in a bit but paul Heyman did cut a quick promo on raw and basically said tune into friday this smackdown because you will see jay uso make his choice and he will align with his brother solo uh, so it'll be interesting to see see what happens there. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's any in between. I think Roman either has until SummerSlam with that belt, or he has until Mania Forty. I think it's quite. He, he's not. He's not going to lose it at like. I know they haven't got it anymore, but he's not going to lose it at a pay-per-view like No Mercy or something like he, yeah. When he loses it, it's going to be a big deal. That's, yeah, I yeah. think 
he either loses it at SummerSlam or he takes it all the way to Mania 40. But I think Mania 40 is his cutoff point. After that, he doesn't hold the belt. But it could happen as soon as SummerSlam, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, no, agreed. Agreed. But on the whole, we loved that ending segment. And Absolutely. It was, it, it yeah, I, I, so I can't remember too much else that happened on SmackDown, but I can remember that and... You know that makes me want to go back and see what happens on SmackDown this week because it's going to be it's going to be explosive, isn't it? Mm. Um, so before we head to Raw from Monday night, just a brief mention of Baron Corbin making his re-debut on NXT, which I'm all for, and I'm I've said this in our in our chat. I think he will beat Carmelo Hayes. I think uh, whether he, I don't know if he'll do it first time or if, but he'll get, he he will dethrone Carmelo Hayes and we'll see Hayes come up to the main roster and Corbin will stay on, stay on NXT. But what did, what did you boys think of that? Give that man a belt and put some goddamn respect on his name. Yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah. That's, that's all, all, all all I've got to say, but like, there's there's nothing more I can say. Yeah. Yeah. He deserves Dolph Ziggler, it. You know, got that as well, didn't he? Like, you know, last year with Bron Breaker, and even if it's a transition, I mean, I'd hope not. But Baron Corbin, you know, he's worked so hard for WWE. You know, he does whatever shit they give him. Any character that he has, he tries so hard to make it work. And Clearly, they don't have any direction for him. So going down to NXT, where you will get treated like a big deal, because well, that's the guy who's been, you know, in the main roster for the last seven years. Say, you know, is it seven years, around about there. It's been a while, isn't know? it? Yeah. Yeah, and though know, this is a big deal now, he's a much more established wrestler than he was when he was back in 2016. So he should be treated like the star that he is, and I think he will at first, especially. I think he will dominate and win that title. Mm. And he's got sorry, sorry, I say I I would love to see a Baron Corbin versus uh Dijak match because I think Mm. that'd be well good. I think that'd be Mm -hmm. so good. Yeah, he's got I was just gonna say he's got such a a heavily protected finisher as well, hasn't he? I think it's only only Drew McIntyre that's kicked out of it. I don't think anyone else ever has so. Yeah. That bodes well for him as well. Not not many wrestlers have a have a finisher like that nowadays. Like not nowadays. Yeah. I mean bring back the uh, original theme song he had as well now where he's back in NXT. Mm. Absolutely. I'd I'd love to see even even though he's not got not got the hair anymore, so it might not be as intimidating, but I'd go the whole hog and bring back the complete lone wolf gimmick. Yeah. Because I think that was his best gimmick. Protected well enough, that that was his best gimmick, without a doubt. And I was um just gonna say as well, like it's got to the point nowadays where people kick out of a spear from Roman, people kick out of an F5 from Brock Lesnar, but people don't kick out of end of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So, yeah, lovely job, boys. So moving moving on to Raw then. So we'll start with the opening sort of segment or the segment there of, of Seth and the Judgment Day with Priest obviously announcing that he was going to be, set, be Seth's first televised um, title defence. What did uh, Johnny? What did you make of this? Or Jay? Should I say? Sorry. What did you make of of this segment, Johnny? I don't know what bits you've caught of caught of this segment. So, um, 
Yeah, it was whenever Steph's on the TV. We're, we know we're going to have a great time. Um, yeah, I, I'm sensing a bit of uh, tension in the ranks of uh, potential leadership in the Judgment Day, which I'm I'm not too too happy to see. And I hope that that would just get squashed with Mammy coming in and saying, uh, we, 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 "We all know who the leader of the Judgment Day is." So let's not let's not <laughs> get ourselves on who the leader of the Judgment Day is. Um, but, um, but yeah, I get what you mean. Obviously, Seth said, uh, "If you think your if you think your cojones are big enough, come out by yourself. Leave your boys in the back." And Priest was like, "Yeah, all right, I'll, I'll do that." Obviously, we'll get on to that match later on. But but the whole the whole opening segment. I mean, I think I think starting the show with your world champion is is always a strong move anyway because it just shows that he's there, he's present every week, he's fighting every week. Um, Especially when he's as over as Seth is as well. Like that, yeah, that really but. Yeah, great, great opening segment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, uh... yeah. No, I, I, I agree, mm-hmm. and you know, we, we've spoke about. I, I, I don't want. I, I'd much rather Judgment Day are going to add to their ranks potentially with JD McDonough, which I'm more than happy with. But add to their ranks. Don't get rid of people to then to add to mm-hmm. add to the the faction. They don't need to. They don't need to do that yet. In my in my view, and I think Priest is slowly finding his role within the judgment day so i don't think they need to change that i don't think that's something that they need to mm. they need to play around with um but yeah i i enjoyed enjoyed the segment um there was there was a money in the bank qualifying match obviously zoe stark versus natalia um johnny I don't, again i don't know how many of the results you've seen but <laughs> i would guess you would assume that natty didn't win this match and she didn't yeah, um, uh, yeah. So I, I hadn't seen any of Raw, but I have seen like some of the highlights. Obviously, the Judgment Day, the tension between them. That's uh, Vincent Mann booking one hundred and one. Like he was supposedly doing a few little tweaks, and he loves to break up groups and tag teams. So that was probably some kind of Vince influence in there. Mm, um, yeah, Zoe Stark. Well, yeah, of course she's going to beat Natalia. Um, yeah, like she has to and she's only just like come up yeah. there's no reason why natalia should ever win that huh? yeah. like you yeah, didn't have to watch it because you knew what was coming like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> jay any other thoughts on stark natty no um <laughs> obviously before we came on air and before johnny joined us i said to you as i was watching raw this morning at four o'clock for all my sins uh before i went to work i am um, did have to skip certain parts so I could get to work on time. And that was one that I chose to fast forward. I kept stopping just to to catch little bits. But yeah, I, um yeah, Natty's at that point where she's not she's not gonna win anything big anytime soon. So I think she's there just just putting people over now at the mo- well, at the moment anyway. Um yeah. whether that changes in the future. We'll see. Um now I can't remember the complete order of of Raw, but I think the best the best three things happened kind of in the end. So I'll I'll just touch upon the Nakamura Ricochet match, which was obviously interrupted by by Bronson Reed. Which I mean, I'm I don't really know what they're what they're doing with Bronson Reed in the sense of I'm surprised he's not yet in Money in the Bank, but I don't know where he fits in on in Money in the Bank unless they had a you know, a last chance battle royal that he might be able to 
be able to win. Um, mm-hmm. but, you know, Na- Na- Nakamura Ricochet was fun while it lasted because they're both very good at at, at what they do. Um, any any thoughts on on this match or where Bronson Reed is going? They probably don't know. <laughs> That's a yeah, fair point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, again, another one of those Triple H boys who was you know, released by WWE brings him back just to have him back on the books. But you know, he's tra- like a spectacle, similar to like Omos, where it's like, oh, look at this big guy. You know, he stands out. He's different. But he doesn't seem to be much more than that. Just like, yeah, he's a he's an attraction. But we're not going to make him a regular champion. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. Jay, any, anything on and any of the three yeah. performers? I won't. You know. I mean, it looks like they're trying to. I I don't see why Bronson's got that beef unless he's trying to get into Money in the Bank. Now, my only thoughts are that we keep seeing a we keep seeing a vignette of well, not a vignette, but a, a poster card of six places. But that doesn't mean there's going to only be six people in the match, I guess. There could be seven or eight. They've, they've had it before, haven't they? I mean, we yeah. could just be seeing six, but two could get announced the day before. Or one could get announced on the night. Theory got announced, didn't he, before, uh, literally last year on the on the night. Um, yeah, I think Ricochet's great. I think Shinsuke's great. I think they, they could have let one of them pick up a victory um yeah i guess like you say i don't know i i guess bronson's got to have some kind of want want some kind of into money in the bank otherwise it's just a a story for the sake of a story but it not really making any sense mm-hmm. which is very much vince booking well yeah uh, that's yes. very true <laughs> yes yeah um, i mean maybe maybe shinsuke and ricochet it's very Vince like they didn't even know Bronson was coming until he was in the rig, maybe. <laughs> yeah, quite possibly. Yeah. Just a quick um, note on uh, you may have noticed Ricochet's partner has been uh, very uh, quiet recently. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys know this, but supposedly Braun Strowman has had um, spinal fusion surgery. Mm. So oh, I, I knew I knew he was out, but I didn't know what with. So mm. okay. So that rules him out for a long time. Maybe does, you, yeah. you know. He, to be fair, that's the kind of thing that makes people retire. Um, so that's why Strowman's not been around for a little while. And I didn't realise this till I Googled it, going, where is Braun Strowman? It's like, I just noticed he just stopped appearing. So Ricochet is now so he, in there he for missed, the solo he, missed some, he missed something with a, with a concussion for a, a bit, didn't he? Then he came back. Right, and okay. Now he's had, yeah. Obviously now, now having this. So yeah, hopefully, you know, get well, get well so, soon. Braun is, um, you know, is might, um, he's not necessarily my favourite guy ever, but we don't like to see serious life life changing injuries on anyone. You know. Well, it turns out as I've just talked about this, twenty minutes ago he was released from hospital, so uh, he's back home oh. now. So okay. it's literally that. It's really that soon, like that. Uh, free, that recently. You know, it's quite um, quite funny though because when you said, uh, if you've noticed, uh, Ricochet's partner has been very quiet. I, my instant thought was, Samantha's always quite loud on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like, need to hear Samantha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, get well, okay. Braun. Get well, get well yeah. soon. I like so, it. So, yeah. I, I just, I, I've got no issue. I just don't, I just don't get much around him. But you know, um, so next two people that I do get, 
We had Gunther versus KO, which was wonderful. Um, you know, I'm very excited to watch this match. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm very much looking forward to watching this one because uh, yeah, heard how amazing it was. Yeah, so. I mean, you, you know, you know what you're going to get with with both of these. And obviously, Johnny, you've not not quite seen it yet. So, Jay, what was uh, what was your thoughts on this? Well, you're you're in for a treat, Johnny. Now, I know <laughs> I, I know Seth was in a match, but Gunther and KO had match of the night. It was great. Mm -hmm. uh, just two big old dudes slapping the shit out of each other. Um, mm -hmm. Gunther coming from the top rope, KO coming from the top rope. Gunther, I don't want to spoil all the moves for you, but mm -hmm. Swanton Bombs. Do you big, think you enjoyed that one more because it's not as predictable? Because you kind of knew yeah. that Rollins wasn't going to lose. Like, yeah, I guess I guess that could have been it. Um, and we we didn't know it was coming. Um, Ko, uh, yeah, we were backstage having a having a chat, and then um, Imperium came over, and Ko was like, "No, I've had enough. Let's go to the ring. We're going to the ring right now." And marched out to the ring. I do watch. I do. I do love watching Keo get so wound up over those little things. Like he was probably shouting <laughs> at him last week. God, you're not allowed to be here. What you're doing here, kind of thing. It's like this is not. This is not right. <laughs> but like, Keo's promos are that great. Yeah, I would say as raw as raw matches go, it was it was absolutely a five star raw match. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, yeah. No, Shout out no, to Ludwig Kaiser for how he catches uh, Gunter's jacket. <laughs> when when he goes to throw his jacket, he's like, "Yes, you know what I, mean? <laughs> I, I I am hoping, and I, I've said this said this last week. I I would be happy to see Imperium take one of the tag belts off Sammy and Ko. I think it's yeah. it, they it's time for them now. Um, I'm assuming we'll see that match up at Money in the Bank. I'm assuming quite possibly. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so then. Moving on to, and I know we've had the thousand day reign. I know we've had the, that celebration and all that. But moving on to the segment of the year, the best thing that's ever happened ever. The segment between Cody Rhodes and Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't want to spoil this if you've not seen this, Johnny. I have seen this, yeah. And Cody Rhodes, uh, yeah, Cody Rhodes gets bit slapped. By Dominic Mysterio, and then he hides behind Rhea Ripley like a small child, and it's the best thing that I've ever seen. I just well, then you have uh, the Miz talking to uh, Dom, and she like says something. He's like, "Yes, ma'am, sorry." You know, like, yeah, it's just, sorry. It's just, everything about this is just wonderful, and uh, you know, I'm. The amount of humble pie that I am eating through the TikTok that I made about Dominic Mysterio so long ago, I'm happy to. I'm happy to eat it. And yeah. do you know what? I know Jay, you've made that. You've made this video. If Dominic Mysterio is in Money in the Bank, he could win Money in the Bank. It could happen. It really could because having Mammy and Dom holding Championship Gold together. It writes itself, um, but Jay, what did you uh, you make of this segment? So, first of all, shout out to the Miz for telling Cody that he looked dashing tonight. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> um, and then the Cody saying that fighting Brock took balls, something the Miz knows a tiny bit about. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, that was great. Um, yeah, I made this TikTok literally straight after I watched this because I can now see the final Raw qualifier being between Cody Rhodes and Dominic Mysterio and Brock answering Cody's challenge by coming down and doing Dominic Mysterio a favour, which uh, a few years ago he would not have done. And Dom, Dom's got reason to to hate on Brock. Um, but I can now see, I, I want it to be LA Knight, but I would not be surprised if Dominic Mysterio won money in the bank and was a chicken shit heel running around with his briefcase, lording it in front of Seth Rollins. I wouldn't even be surprised if the whole of Judgment Day piled on Seth Rollins so that Dominic Mysterio became world heavyweight champion from a successful cash-in and then have a fairly decent title reign because Mammy is saving his ass every single week, showing that she's dominant not just in front of the women but also in front of the men. It writes itself. Do I want it to happen? Maybe. I, 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 I really do. That. I really do. I well, the, rea the reaction if that happens in the UK crowd, like you know. But I, I can't believe I've got to the point where I want Dominic Mysterio to cash in and win a world title over Seth Rollins. I don't know but, how. I don't yeah. know what my life is now. I still. I still want it to be LA Knight, but if Dominic Mysterio gets in that match. I would not be surprised if he walks away with the briefcase. I just, oh, I, do, I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, but yeah, you know, this was this was a brilliant segment. It, it did what it needed to needed to do. Obviously, Miz took another punch in the face because Miz puts everyone over. Um, that's just <laughs> and and he does it fantastically. I still think the Miz is extremely underrated in terms of what he does for the business. Um, but yeah, no, my, I loved it. Loved the segment completely. Um, so then moving on finally to the the title match, Seth Rollins versus Damian Priest. Was it slightly hampered by it being pretty obvious about the outcome? But, you know, we've spoken on this podcast before about the the big things happening for Damian Priest. So... And Seth always puts on puts on good matches. But Jay, what did you uh, did you make of this match? Well, I was just going to say, Johnny, you you actually made a video uh, that I think I saw yesterday, didn't you? About um, yes. the match the match um, being being quite predictable. Mm -hmm. Yes, it was yesterday. Yeah, what was that then, Johnny? Let us know. Tell us. Explain. Uh, so I was just I've said that like yes, be a very good match. It's good to see Damien Priest is getting trapped as a main eventer, and I do think he'll be there regularly. Um, but Rollins has literally just won this title. Like, he's not losing it immediately. Like, if he did, that would be incredible. Um, and I could see him maybe at Money in the Bank losing it then because he'll have had it for about a month. But to lose to Damien Priest two weeks after winning the title, again, as much as I would love to see it, because Damien Priest is fantastic at just... It doesn't happen that way, you know. Um, they're in the period of long title reigns right now. Um, and losing it on Monday Night Raw, just like that, even ha happens even less. So I just, yeah, it can be a good match, but when the outcome is so obvious, I'm like not really as excited for it. Yeah, uh, makes makes sense. Jay, what, what about yourself? I know you'll be happy with Seth retaining. 
yeah, obviously. Um, oh, yeah, obviously, I'm happy. Seth, Seth retained. Um, I think Seth pointed out actually in that first segment that it was the first time in over two years since the world championship has been defended on Raw. I'm assuming that was when Bobby Lashley beat the Miz for the WWE championship. Mm-hmm. I think no, he de- he did then defend it because Big E cashed in on Raw, didn't he? Oh, so that yes. that will be it's that probably, will be it. Yeah, that, it, yeah, it will be Big E then. Um, yeah, the mat the match itself was good. Um, I just feel like it was a bit overshadowed of, and it, no, it doesn't really pay me to say it because there are other great wrestlers on the roster. It was overshadowed by the fact that Gunther and KO put on an absolute masterclass, and we knew what the result of this match was going to be. Um, Priest said that no one was coming out. Uh, Finn came out and you could argue inadvertently cost him the match. Uh, he was saying, what are you doing here? Got caught up in the moment and then one curb stop later and still, which is the way it was going to go. I, but I don't want to see this tension between no. Damien mm-hmm. Priest and Finn Balor. I love the Judgment Day as a faction. And like you said, Stu, evolve and expand. Don't split up. Yeah, it, it, and and it it doesn't. I know you know wrestling doesn't always make sense and stuff like that. But the Judgment Day started, you know, Edge, Damian Priest, and then they, they obviously Rhea came in, and then Finn came in, and they took they took Edge out. But why are they then kicking Priest out, who was you know the second member of the Judgment Day coming in? It, mm. it just yeah, I I don't. I don't get it. I don't think it's needed. Um, yeah, I'd much rather they bring bring someone in. Uh, well, I thought that they could have. Uh, you mentioned, I did mention on the podcast as well, on the uh, TikTok as well, that we talked about this, about having a different member of the Judgment Day every week, every week fight Seth Rollins for the title. Um, and they could have it where the week before Money in the Bank, they have like a mystery opponent for him. And that's where JD McDonough comes in. Yeah, announced himself as a new member of the Judgment Day. The other option would be during the match against Rollins, if Finn does fight, but Money in the Bank, uh, JD comes down and helps him. You know, like in the UK again. I know he's Irish, but the USA they don't care about that. Um, <laughs> he's British as far as I can see. Yeah, all so, from the same place. That's what happens. Yes. So it's it's like again helping these Irish counterparts to potentially win the World Heavyweight Championship. You know, um, I think there's good chance now to make it happen and next week Dominic could just be like you know they're talking in a segment with Rollins and Dominic's like you know what I can do this I'm going to fight you tonight and then he has his match for the world title loses but you know it's Dominic getting the reaction that he does and um, again he does deserve a world title shot so I think at some point soon he'll probably have one Go on Dom Viva la Dom (laughs) 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 Um, But overall I I thought the yeah the raw was was pretty good actually um, for for a, for a three hour show that it shouldn't be um, they managed to you know managed to make it make it work. Um, is there any other points, boys, from Raw, SmackDown, or NXT that you want to bring up right now? Just that the draft is and was and is absolutely pointless unless. You're the SmackDown Women's Champion that's told to stay on Raw and the Raw Women's Champion, which is told to stay on SmackDown. If anything, they should be the ones that go to the other brand, not mm. 
don't know. Just, <laughs> it, yeah. Well, Either agreed. keep everyone on the roster or just yeah. don't bother with the draft in the first place. Yeah. Well, I was going to say I could be a bit of a devil's advocate here and say the women's tag team title situation. So it's Ronda and Shayna. Now, everyone is like hating on this because Ronda isn't that good. When we realize when she's given the chance to wrestle, she isn't that good. Shayna seems to be someone a lot of people are happy for. And when they do lose them titles, there should be a massive reaction because the two of them genuinely look unstoppable in terms of being legit badasses, right? So they want to bring legitimacy back to the women's tag team division. Surely them two are the ones that can do that. Yeah, agreed. But they they need some proper teams to fight against. They did... Sorry, I was going to say, we we skipped over the fact, didn't we, that we uh, there was... um, uh, Caden Carter and Katana Chance making their raw debut against Rousey and Shayna. Obviously, it's good to see that. Yeah, it's good to see. Obviously, Ronda and Shayna wipe the floor with them, but it's still nice to see them there. Yeah, and it's just and they're one of those teams. I just feel like who really stops them? Mm. Yeah, you know, because Ronda doesn't really take pins, and then Shayna has done in the past. She would but probably she be the one who does, but she shouldn't. She should be like you know. A, it should lead to the two of them having a match at WrestleMania. I think that is something which needs to happen. Yeah. To again, a fight pit match, the first ever women's fight pit match. I'm sure they'd love to have that, and them two would obviously be the ones to do it. Yeah, yeah. And it, that that would be the sort of match that they'd love in Saudi. But obviously, for certain reasons, it probably won't happen in Saudi. So let's stick it at yeah. Mania. Do you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally agreed. So yeah. I, uh, I I agree, but I do think that they need there needs to be some more legitimate women's tag teams to to make the mm-hmm. division more exciting. Yeah, um, agreed. <clears throat> cool. So we have come to the end of our Raw SmackDown slight NXT recap. Um, Je, where can we find you on social media? Yeah, so you can find me J WrestleGram on Instagram, where I'm trying to grow that page, and JE WrestleTalk on TikTok, where I will be daily posting daily wrestling content. I'm trying a little thing where I'm trying to get to 2K before Money in the Bank, and I'm a hundred and something followers away. Uh, so if if uh, anyone is on here that doesn't currently follow me that wants to give me a little follow on there, that'd be great. Love little job, get that follow out. Uh, Johnny, where can we find you? You can find me on TikTok at Johnny Goldsmith and also Instagram, Johnny underscore Goldsmith underscore. Again, trying to build up my follow account on TikTok, especially do 20K, um, where probably it's about 600 followers off that. So getting that for money in the bank, unless I have a video that goes insane in the next three weeks, I highly doubt it, but that would be nice. So we're looking for that as well lovely job um and yeah i've got my my instagram that wrestling gram which i've not posted on a lot but i am gonna start getting on that a bit more uh but my main social is my tiktok that wrestling guy at twg 1991 if i could hit 10k before money in the bank that'd be wonderful but yeah i'm probably about 150 ish off off that but you can find me over there with wrestling content But as always, it has been a pleasure, boys, and we will see you all very, very soon.